What you got? <clears throat> I just got one thing to say. An ode to this actor this week. <clears throat> I said I'm leaving here with something. I'm from around the way. I'm leaving here with yeah. something. And scene. Thank Period. you. Period. Period. I would also like to say to Mr. Denzel, um, mm-hmm. I am excited for Equalizer 3. Um, have you been watching? Have you seen Equalizer? I've I, Well, I'm going to put him on Front Street, but we like to watch the Equalizers in the house because my father likes to see black men, uh, a black man kicking white people's asses. So I will be tuned oh, okay. in for the third one. <laughs> yeah. I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Same. So I'm going to tune in. Yeah. I'm a, yeah I'm you know, anything with Mr. Washington, I'm tuned in. You know, I'm on my journey yeah. to uh, watch everything in his filmography. It's getting kind of difficult because all of all the studios and streamers are trying to take stuff off, and I'm like, yeah. what's going on? Why Why yeah. is Mississippi Masala not streaming anywhere? This has put yeah. a halt in my journey. I need to watch that movie before I continue. And y'all are playing. Yeah. So somebody put it back up. It's not even on, on Voodoo or you can't Girl, rent I, it. I can't even rent it. It's nowhere. Damn. I was willing to rent it. Can't even do that. That's messed up. Because I'm quick. And I've moved past. You know, $3.99 on I Voodoo. Tried to, Fuck it. Same. Same. I yeah. tried to do, you know, how I used to do. Watch parts one through ten on YouTube. But I just, I don't have the patience uh, for that no more. Um, So I'm not doing right. that. Right. I reread their eyes of watching guide and I wanted to rewatch the movie. Because think about me. I have, I think I'm going to do the same thing for Halle Berry. Because I've become and little such tea a cake. fan of Halle Berry. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So I had to watch it on uh, damn 360p on YouTube. Oh, that's terrible resolution. How'd you get through that? I'm strong-willed. And I I know for a fact that's on, did you watch it on a laptop or your TV? Because the laptop may be a little different, you know, a little nah, bit. TV stretched all out. Stretched all out. Damn. Aspect ratio. Damn. All over the place. Real grainy like that. Move wasn't no good. No way. I mean, it wasn't. Honestly... I'm going to say it. In my rewatch of Their Eyes of Watching God, this was maybe like a year or two ago. I wasn't mad at it. I feel like I was more mad in my youth. You read the book? In my younger youth. Yeah. And you weren't mad at that? <laughs> Not completely. No. I tell you what. <laughs> you wasn't mad three times in the movie. Halle Berry looked up at the sky and said, I'm watching God. You wasn't mad about that? <laughs> what the fuck they do that? I thought it was Don't like, get me started on it. Wasn't that camp? Wasn't that what it was supposed to do? <laughs> No. You cannot look at a movie that's bad and Halle Berry in it and say it's camp. That only applies to Catwoman. <laughs> that to Catwoman? That applies to every bad Halle Berry movie. Okay? We're getting off topic here. We don't usually go this We far. are. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Well, today's movie is uh, pretty heavy. So we like to bring a little bit mm-hmm. of levity uh, to such a heavy topic. Uh, so y'all know how we do. I will go ahead and put, you know, because this movie is is triggering. It's very sad. It's very heavy. Yeah, it is. Um, so if you ain't seen it, I will give you that heads up. Um, but our review mm-hmm. should not be um, incredibly uh, dense. So you you get yeah. there. So yep. see it. What we watched this week? This week we tuned into Breaking twenty released twenty twenty two. Currently available to stream on Prime Video and Showtime. Directed by Abby Demars Corbin, co-written by Abby Demars Corbin and Kwame Kwe Arma, and starring John Boyega, Nicole Bahari, Salinas Livia, and Michael Kenneth Michael K. Williams. All right, let's start the show. The new 
Chitlin Circuit. Welcome back to the New Chitlin Circuit, the only podcast dedicated to Black Indies only. My name is Lex. And I'm Sid. And each week we watch a Black independent movie. Why? Because we love them. And this week we're going to do it like we do every week. We'll start with our 60 second challenge where I tell you the plot of the movie in 60 seconds or less. And I ain't going to spoil it for you in case you want to go watch it. Then we'll get into our general thoughts and a scene by scene walkthrough. Sid, how do we end every episode? At the end of each and every episode, we give out an award. We nominate someone for our highly coveted Who Came to Act Award. At the end of this season, one of those actors out of 40 plus movies, only one, will be crowned our Who Came to Act Award winner for the season. All right. We ready to start the clock? Yeah, let's go ahead and get into our 60 second challenge. This week, brought to us by TrackPhone, built on America's most reliable 5G network. Period. All right. Period. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Let's go. Okay. So down in Atlanta, this is actually based on a true story. There's a guy, Brian Easley, who has just been raked over the coals by the Department of Veteran Affairs. He's a veteran, served mm-hmm. the country, and came back over here in the VA is doing what they always do. Nothing. So mm-hmm. in, in, a, in a desperate act to try and right this wrong, he takes hostages at the Rails Fargo up in Marietta and it turns into this really hairy situation um, where there's like a, a bomb in the building. So he says, and it's just, it's really sticky. And all he wants is to be treated respectfully and to have this wrong corrected and have the money he is owed. Mm-hmm. That is it. Uh, we see his like integrity and honor and like his daughter and his ex-wife who are like there with him. Well, over the phone, um, who are trying to support him and everybody's just trying to solve this situation. But bureaucracy and American bullshit is too big to be solved in a day. How'd I do? One second left on the clock. You was almost, Woo. you know, I'm not going to make the, the noise because you didn't, you got a ding. Exactly. I did. Cause yeah. I got it. All right. Yeah. Now. Yeah. You got it right. Uh, yeah. It's a, it's a hefty and hearty story, so it's hard to jam into sixty seconds. But I think I got it all. Yeah, no, don't don't be talking. It's hard to jam in sixty seconds. That is what you are here to do. I'm about to take no oh hefty, hearty gosh. story. Either you gonna get oh, okay. it, or I'm gonna put the X on you. Okay, and that's how you it's act. One or the other. <laughs> yeah, I'm just that's saying. how you act to your friends. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't. There's no it friends. Anyway, so in now- I'm joking. <laughs> Uh, no, you're not. That's how you actually are. No, that's how you actually are. I'm, let me tell you something right now, Lissandra. You probably won't ever be in this situation, but please, 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 if you ever see Sydney out at a game night, somebody playing Jenga, somebody playing charades, anything, please don't play. Please. You were, you're you going to get your feelings hurt. Even If she win or lose, you're going to get your feelings hurt. <laughs> So I'm a sore winner there. and a sore loser. It's true. I you know. Are. I'm both. <laughs> I'm gonna rub it in your face if I win, and I'm gonna make you like be like, "Girl, please, I'm gonna care about your little win if I lost." <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. So exactly, lose, lose. All right. So now you guys know what happened in the movie. Let's get on into our general thoughts on breaking. All right, y'all, before we get into our general thoughts on breaking, wanted to let you know, if you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to our monthly newsletter. Just once a month, 
We're not going to bombard your inboxes, but every month we send out a newsletter with all the latest and greatest info on the show, upcoming episodes, maybe a recap from last month, a little fun tidbit note from one of us, and also, listen, drop your listener picks in the newsletter also. So go ahead, subscribe on our website at thenewchitlandcircuit.com. All right, let's get back to the show. So Sydney, what did you think of Breaking? You know, like you said, this movie was very um, heavy and it was, but my general thought is that I think this was a great character study for John. Um, I, I could, I could tell, I don't know, maybe he did or did not, but like went back and watched like John Q or like these other, like, um, which is a fictional story, but you know, still like kind of that same feeling of like just wanting basic human decency. And I'm going to do what I need to do to show you like the limbs I'm willing to go to receive that kind of respect. And I think that was like, it really, because this is, this isn't John's first feature, but I feel like in a, in a leading aspect, this has been like the most I've seen him up front in a role. Like I've seen him in like other mm-hmm. films or like series, but like I don't think uh, a director has ever really used his like ability or skill in that way, in this way. So mm-hmm. I liked seeing him in that kind of role. You know, I love to see my girl Nicole on screen oh, anytime, yeah. anywhere. Uh, so I'm going to use my time and my general thoughts to beg and plead with Hollywood. <laughs> Put her in everything i don't know everything what more does she have to do okay i i she has proven herself time and time again even in the smallest of roles put her in all you have to do yeah period uh and then finally um this was michael k williams's final role uh before his untimely passing this film and just in general love how he brings compassion to characters and mm-hmm. makes you want to see the best in whatever that character is trying to do. Um, so a class act, um, RIP to Michael. But yeah, that's that's my general thoughts on this film. What did you think about Breaking? And in the immortal words of Michael K. Williams, indeed. 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 <laughs> yeah. I, I teared up a little bit when he said that, mm-hmm. in the, when that line came. But I actually really liked this movie because there's mm-hmm. there's two things to hold in your hand. And like, you know, obviously we're going to be very delicate. Um, yeah. Like in this review, because it's a sensitive thing. It's based on a true story. Uh, mm-hmm. Brian Easley was a real guy. This really happened. Uh, yep. And the filmmakers like consulted with the family. You know, this isn't some mm. sensationalized, like uh, how people say like trauma porn or anything like that. Right, like, right, it's right. It's just a real story like told and the reason I like it is not just because it was well executed from a filmmaking standpoint Mm -hmm. and like the performances in this are great it's not just because of that yeah but because I like what the movie says you know so Mm -hmm. another example of a film that's loosely that is more loosely based on real (laughs) actions that actually also stars John John Boyega in a smaller role it was that film yeah. Detroit it came out a few years ago. Oh, yes. I'm going to be telling me not to watch it after you went and sat in the yeah. theater and watched it. Because that movie was utter since. dog shit. Yeah. The movie was yeah. terrible. Um, mostly because, like, obviously a suspenseful hostage type of story is very, mm-hmm. it's wearing on it's the high audience. Octane. Yeah. yeah. So you puts you through all that. Um, but Detroit says nothing. It makes mm. up fictional trauma where it didn't mm-hmm. exist it sensationalizes it and it has no message <laughs> like yeah it, like at the end of the movie they're like uh we don't even know if this actually happened 
what the fuck did you do all that for then? Why'd you right. show me all that? <laughs> so, right. you know, these type of movies can go very wrong when there's not compassion and like integrity mm-hmm. from the filmmakers. And I felt yeah. that there was like, just from what I saw through the screen and what I uh, did a cursory search of afterwards. Mm-hmm. So for that reason, I liked the movie. Yeah. All right. What's going to be a good yeah. review then? I believe so. I believe so. I'm excited to talk yeah. about it. Um, okay, cool. Now that we know how we're feeling about it, let's walk through some of these scenes, why don't we? Yeah. Here on the new Chitlin Circuit, we like to start with the first scene in the movie. So this movie opens up with our, our main character, played by John Boyega. Uh, his name is Brian. And we see him, you know, being kind of just thrown out on the sidewalk. Um, he's been he's yeah. handcuffed so they're uncuffing him and they just hand him his glasses and they just leave him these officers just leave him out on the sidewalk so it's very um mm-hmm. it feels very it's like isolating like you can tell that he's yeah. um like an outcast of society point. in a literal sense yeah 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 so he begins walking he takes a very long like walk home and he's on the phone with his daughter and mind you this is Atlanta so a walk home is not he was walking on the side of I-75 and I said oh no 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 that's a one that's a long walk um and it's dark out because ain't no lights on the highway it's dangerous sidewalks (laughs) are they start they start and stop um the sidewalks do you can just be walking on the sidewalk and then boom it's grass now no sidewalk no crosswalks no pedestrian infrastructure so like people who can't afford a car are completely dejected by society. Like you cannot participate in society mm-hmm. if you don't have a car yeah. in places like that. So you already feel the isolation of walking on the side mm-hmm. of a fucking highway. So it's just a terrible situation. Um, he has a track phone. He's able to call his daughter yep. who is like, you can tell they have a great relationship. They're talking about mm-hmm. a dog that he really wants to get her. She wants a dog really bad. Um, yep. So that was really cute. They were talking about. She wants to name the <laughs> yeah. dog. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Dad, don't yeah. nobody gonna name a dog that. This is what I'm thinking. You just go buy the dog. <laughs> I'll handle the names. We'll be fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yes. It was it was really cute. Um, he finally makes it back to the motel that he's living in. You can see yeah. him kind of like concocting something a little bit, and you're like, okay, mm-hmm. well. Uh, maybe he's this. Um, I didn't. I didn't do any research or read anything before. Me either. Uh, I didn't. Watching this, film. even though I was so like, <laughs> I assumed it was yeah. kind of a. I look looking at the poster art. It just seemed like a hostage situation because he has like the little yeah. detonator thing in his hand in the poster art. So I go, oh okay. But like, what yeah. brings him to get to this point is what I needed to know. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. And you know those type of stories. Once again, I'm always. I like this movie. And that's a a tough Mm -hmm. feat for the filmmakers here (laughs) as if they were trying to impress me. But (laughs) (laughs) because like these types of movies, I've just been raked over the coals by these types of movies before. Um, We watched with Nate Parker last year. We watched American Skin. Yeah. Yeah. Where he goes and takes the police station hostage. And it just said like it was just so toothless, the whole movie. So I didn't know what we were getting into. They ended talking about this is my white brother. The white oh, brother God. survives. Oh, why would you, why <laughs> that was, on earth would you describe? Why would you I, remind me of that? My white police brother who killed and murdered my son after he profiled Ugh. us, and then his character dies, and we're like, I, can't we why did just I get sit along? It's the color of friendship. Right. 
Please. It's the color of friendship. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that bitch called her a kaffir. Let call, call me a kaffir at my you. home. It did. That really it also you saw that movie. Also because my sister called me a kaffir for months afterwards, who was like Y'all also are black. By the way, yeah, yeah. So yeah, thanks, Courtney. So this type of you know this type of film, I'm always cautious going into. You know, I knew it would be a tense one, so you mm-hmm. can see it's kind of you know. Finagling some wires and stuff. Um, so then the next scene, he walks, like he takes the bus, takes a long walk, he goes over to the Wells Fargo and he gets in line at the um at the teller. The and teller, the teller is yeah. played by what's the actress's name? I, I like her. My girl uh from Orange is New Black. Her name is uh yeah. Salinas uh Lavia. I love yes. her. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he goes up to the teller and, you know, he's just making the same, like, small talk you make with the bank mm-hmm. teller. Like, yeah, oh, she's talking bills. about her kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me withdraw $25. Big bills. Big bills. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get it twisted. Not the little ones. You know, <laughs> Don't give me no ones. <laughs> she, gives her, she gives him the $25 and then he returns to her a note that says, I have a bomb. Yeah. Now, this next sequence... I like I have to once it's kind of because it's a true story it feels a little I gotta be honest I feel a little icked by talking just about like the filmmaking mechanics here but mm-hmm. this is a film review podcast so we have to talk about the right, movie right. Um, so uh, if if ever that sounds insensitive I, please forgive me obviously mm-hmm. this is a serious subject yes um, I would like to talk about this next sequence though because mm-hmm. this is what we're talking about when we talk about Nicole Bahari yes we are <laughs> Just this a look. This is what we're talking about. And she yeah. steals the scene. I, it, yeah. it takes nothing more. It's so what happens is he's standing there with his back turned, and everything about John Boyega's perform, performance of Brian is also incredibly telling. You can always tell is. he is not making any intention to hurt any. Like he didn't come in in a menacing way. Like he no. gave he gave the teller an ice ice cold stare when he, when he yeah. sent the note but just like lady i'm serious like you know right right like but it's not a he's game. not checking around he doesn't have a plan he didn't like he don't have like his by. hand in his pocket like he has a gun no. or something there's none of that yeah Mm-mm. he's not checking his, his six because nicole bahari is like uh she plays a the bank manager estelle mm-hmm. and she is very quietly and calmly telling people okay you should go now yeah, yeah. You just go right now yeah you know she's Mm -hmm. like shuffling all these people around behind him and like getting all the customers out of the bank and like not making a sound Mm -hmm. and it is a that is what we're talking about when we talk about nicole bahari i've I've just seen so few actors who can deliver that much weight with so little little. words and movements like such a small range of a master a master class it's Um, masterful and I also want to bring up, because this reminded me of, uh, you know, like when BuzzFeed, Cocoa Butter, whatever, they'll have like British, black British people try Popeyes for the first time. The way that- it's biscuits. <laughs> it's the biscuits. The way the black Brits, because John nailed this little like, kind of like Southern twang that he, you yeah. know, had to put on for I this I thought character. it was shaky in those first I, couple scenes, but yeah, he, he really got, got a better. stride. He got yeah. better. It just reminded me of, it's biscuits. Instead of what do they say? Uh, scones. These are scones. These are scones. <laughs> I'm no, it's sorry. biscuits. No, it's bad timing to talk about British people me right now because I've had it up to here with these people. I've got a Chinese. It's been it's been a long while since I've had a Chinese. 
that's that. Wow, you were really um, triggered by that. A Chinese. A Chinese. Why'd you say that? You got some Chinese food. (laughs) Damn, look at Chinese. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm on the Brits next uh, this week. Yeah, clearly you that pissed you off. That's that's yeah. clear. <laughs> well, John, if you're listening to this, you know Alexis might score up when she see you. So I'm gonna protect ah! you, though, boo. Don't worry. I would never. I feel like we would be good <laughs> friends if I had met John Boyega. I feel like we would be friends. Yeah, you know, listen, John, this comes across your your desk. Let us. Mm-hmm. I you know I saw your Breakfast Club interview. You know oh you. you Really? Only exclusively, you know, date black women, which is, you know, what we do here at this show. So I know you're in New York from time to time. And, you know, I'll be over in Europe this summer. Holla. That's all. Thank you. All right. So <laughs> I had to let you finish that. That was serious business. <laughs> I would a scone or two. Oh my God, please. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So we get this, all the customers are out now because Estelle has ushered them all out and even yeah. had like instructed the rest of the tellers to just leave out the back. Leave. And so yep. then, you know, Brian is like, okay, lock the doors and let's figure mm-hmm. this out. You know, he's obviously really paranoid, you know, because yeah. the, the point of desperation that he's gotten to is like, like, he doesn't trust anyone. He feels wronged by everyone. And in yep. most ways, pretty much all of them, he's right. <laughs> like, right, you know? right. One thing I loved about the next, like this first act of the movie though, is that, you know, it's just realistic about how this goes on TV. If, if the bank teller presses the button, then the yeah. police the alarms go minutes. off and yeah. <laughs> yeah but on tv it's very much like takers somebody comes in shoots a hole in the ceiling everybody down <laughs> or like how yeah. um, when curtis Payne was with the bank robber and oh everybody get down <laughs> that's that's how it is in tv robbery yeah but yeah. that's not really how it works. Like it's just this is Cobb County. They don't have negotiators on call like that. Like this doesn't happen that often. You and know? Cobb so, County still trying to figure out they cheating scandal. Or was that just APS? That's all the time. That's uh-huh. I, that has happened multiple times in different counties. See? See? <laughs> yeah. Um. So it's taken a long time, and he's like, he's saying like, I would like a negotiator. I have I already mm-hmm. know what I want. Just set that up. And it's taken a really long yeah. time. And, you know, uh, like the what I really appreciated about Mr. Boyega's performance is like balancing mm-hmm. the gentleness that like yeah. uh, everyone who was actually there, like the like historical account of this incident mm-hmm. says that Brian had like this gentleness and like, hey, he I'm truly wasn't there that. to like hurt any, like, I'm sorry, girl, I jumped on you. I was trying to, I, mean, I was paranoid, trying to protect you. I'm not trying to hurt yeah. you for real, for real. Like if anything go down, it's going to happen to me, not to y'all. Yeah. Was, yeah he did nail that. It was so tense that I, I chuckled at one point in the movie, um, like one point during like, after all the customers are out, all the tellers are out, mm-hmm. it's just Estelle and Rosa and Brian. Yeah. The phone rings because once again, it isn't TV. There is no automatic because in TV, the police show up immediately. They cut the phone lines. No. Yeah. The phone rings and this lady is pissed off because she needs to talk to Bridget, the t- the, the banker Bridget. <laughs> oh because yeah. Because Bridget made a nine thousand dollar mistake on her four hundred one k and she needs to talk to Bridget right now. Mm-hmm. So, 
Um, and this is, uh, by all accounts, uh, you know, like that. This is something that actually happened to him. They actually have the recordings where, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, where <laughs> he picks up the phone and goes, "Okay, well, she's not here. Can I take a message?" Yeah. He writes a message and hands it to the teller, like, "Okay, Bridget's gonna need that." Yeah. But the second <laughs> you know, time, homegirl called. He goes, "Listen now, lady, I told you it's a stick up. Stop calling." And he hangs up. Yeah. The bank getting robbed. I'm robbing the bank. Please You're don't robbed. call here. Again. Please don't call. <laughs> like at that Hold point, I don't mind. know why the. Yeah, like because it's obvious that a local police department—they don't have protocols for. They, don't. they have protocols, but they don't have to use them very often. So yeah, they don't. it's not this polished operation that it always is on TV. Yeah. Um, Even but, today, in, yeah. well, in Atlanta, but it bled into Cobb County. There's an mm-hmm. active shooter still on the loose. They lost the guy. He got oh. out of the building, and he's still Yikes. out, as far as I know. Oh. So, yeah, that's terrifying. It varies, but yeah, and uh, sadly, I mean, this type of like. Uh, high stakes like stuff like like the shooters and stuff is happening more and more often which is awful mm-hmm. um but you know john boyega's like performance is balancing that gentleness and politeness because honestly brian's not yeah. there to hurt anybody but balancing that with this like desperation rage and desperation yeah. that is like at the very top of the glass mm-hmm. it is it is you know when you're like putting drops of water on a penny and yep, it's like a before big, it it's literally over. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I just thought that was masterful. So I agree. It's taken a long time and all he wants is to be heard, which makes sense. So mm-hmm. the situation is that obviously he is by definition homeless. He doesn't have a permanent yep. address. He's living in a motel. He's out of money and yep. he was expecting uh, money from the VA. He went to the VA. That's where he got thrown out of in the opening sequence. Mm-hmm. He went to the VA and they told him, oh no, you can't have your money because the school you was at said that you defaulted on your payment. So they Crazy. are taking your money, which was not Crazy. true. He did not. They were just taking yeah. his money and he needed that money. And he's very clear about this. The demand is one demand. I would like yeah. the money that the VA owes, owes me. me. And that is it, you know? Um, And we actually don't know what amount of money it was until like the third act of the movie. Act three, yeah. Yeah, when the hostage negotiator comes in, played by Michael K. Williams, and we find out it's $892. Mm -hmm. Which is like, like, I thought the movie was such a compassionate, like, telling of this, because in a sensationalized, like, movie that obviously wouldn't care about somebody like Brian, they would be like, oh, this is, he's overreacting. I want $500 million and throwing the diamonds in the back. Or else. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, he's not overreacting. When you are homeless, $892 is everything. Life changing. Yes. Like, what are you, like, that's serious. That's his money, Mm -hmm. you know? And he's even adamant. And money that he's um, owed. It's not like it's money that he just, for whatever yeah. reason, I just need I just need $800 so I can get my daughter a dog. No, this is money mm-hmm. that he, he done served. Y'all said if you serve this country, you're supposed to take care of the people who serve the country. But you do not yeah. do that. Give mm-hmm. him his money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was it's just bureaucratic bullshit. So this is where, mm-hmm. like, the, the movie really struck... Like the story, really, not just like the movie did a good job, but the story yeah. of Brian Easley really like strikes a chord with me because like this is a really fucked up country, 
right? <laughs> like, yeah. it's really fucked up. And, like, yeah. everybody's being raked over the coals. And this mm-hmm. whole thing is uh, substantiated. Like, it survives. It's fueled on yep. the people at the bottom who get raked over the most. That's what yeah. the fuel is. So in order to maintain that, you know, in the future, when we get to a better place, I, I do hope so. I feel, you know, we can one day. people will ask why didn't y'all just like because if okay 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 if the landlords (laughs) and the business people owned everything and it was just a couple of them you said one percent why didn't y'all just and then we would have to explain what a credit score is and like (laughs) and like they will let you die like Mm -hmm. if you they literally will so like once we get to a better place the explanation Mm -hmm. we'll also have is that we have the thing that was most funded was the police. So if yeah. you try to write the injustice that the system has done to you, the police is designed it's to on squash you. that. Yeah. Yep, they on you. And that's what happens in the VA office. You know, it's implied that maybe he has like an outburst or, and yep. I felt that, you know, and he's like, also I like, to obviously cuss. like literally suffering some, from some kind of like mental ailment, like yep. through his time serving, he was over in Iraq so mm-hmm. like, and his ex-wife does ask him on the phone when he when he calls like, "Hey, I'm in a bank, but like for real, I'm not playing with you this time. I'm like, I'm being dead serious. I if yeah. you see me on TV, you know, just tell our daughter it's not what it was. Yada yada yada. She's like, wait a minute, Brian, are you off your meds? Mm-hmm. No, girl, I'm dead. I'm clear as day right now. What my goal is in here? I'm trying to get heard and get my money. Yeah, click. Yeah, yeah. And he's serious about it. You know, there's yeah once. Uh, Estelle gets desperate. She's like, I will put the $892 in your account. And he's yeah. clear, like, like because he understands how this policing system works and that, like, mm-hmm. they want to just shoot me. That's easier for them. So, yeah. like, it's not about the money. I'm not going to get to spend the money. I don't want the bank's money. I want mm-hmm. the VA to put on record. They owe me that money. money. And they paid me that money. That's yep. what I want. So like the he wants correction for the dehumanizing process that is talking mm-hmm. to the VA, having your disability quantified. My mm. I come from a military family, so like yeah. this idea of like 10% disabled, 20% mm-hmm. disabled, like like several members of my family have like a percentage, yeah, like a, yeah. a disabled percentage. And crazy. they it's it's no different than insurance companies. They're trying yeah. to downplay your injury as much as possible mm-hmm. so they don't have to pay you. And it's fucked up. So he wants restitution for that dehumanization. And not only he, but thousands of veterans. All the other veterans, yeah, here who's going through the same thing and end up, which would have happened to Brian, homeless, like unhoused and and no one to help. The people who are supposed to be helping them, not helping them. Yeah. That's what I think is great about this movie, though. Because in Mm -hmm. a lot of ways... Uh, the like, obviously, it's it's quite evident that like a lot of the popular movies in American yeah. American media are are just like propaganda, like for <laughs> us to like to placate us. Um, right, right. But a lot of them, the crux that they hold is like systemic violence is fine. Like <laughs> if 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 somebody is making you sleep on the street, they handed him a pamphlet in the VA office that says homelessness and you. Like crazy. it's fucking That's a pamphlet crazy. about growing titties, puberty, or like, your like literally, like it's about puberty. Like your body and your like in you is the same thing. 
Yeah, as if homelessness is some natural thing that's happening right. to you. No, right. he is being made homeless. Yeah. It, it's not Actively. a natural occurrence. <laughs> Y'all doing this, you know? So a lot of the propaganda movies we watch hold mm-hmm. systemic violence, like making somebody homeless or yeah. shooting somebody, like before they even get their day in court. That's fine. Yeah. But right, the right. moment an individual does violence back or defends themselves mm-hmm. with violence, that's too far now. It's too damn oh, far. That's too, too far. that's extremist now. But it's yeah. like, no, you can't you can't routinely squish a bunch of people under the boot and then mm-hmm. when somebody start kicking the boot, act like kicking the boot is just now y'all scared. The boot. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> now y'all right. scared. You know? I don't know why I'm now I'm thinking about I shouldn't be, but um <sighs> Nate Parker and his Nat Turner movie, which was done terribly. Uh, but the story of Nat Turner came... Because it, it, when it came out, it was also like... It came out right after um, the news about like his mm-hmm. case from college. And then, of course, there's a scene in the film where uh, Gabrielle Union's character is raped. And it's like... It it, it was a yeah. terrible look all around. Um, yeah. But just made me think of the same thing. Now all y'all scared... But you've been enslaving us. Right. <laughs> so now that I don't step the hell up and I'm kicking Literally. some ass and burning shit down, it's a problem. But yeah. you've been kicking my ass. <laughs> yeah. I was, and this is uh, similar in a different way. Um, obviously, yeah. like, because it happened in a different time, different place. But I watched a movie over the weekend called Argo, which is about the mm. Iran, um, like, when all them hostages got taken in the U.S. Embassy in Iran oh, in like the 80s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was um, like, Ben Affleck is in that. No? Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. And okay. I like Ben Affleck. I love, yeah. I love Gone Girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I put I didn't know it was about that when I put it on. I was yeah. just like, I like Ben Affleck. <laughs> right. But, you know, the movie is it, propaganda. <laughs> and like the mm. core, I like in order for you to buy into this big... Uh, uh, fantastical operation the CIA did yeah. to get some of the hostages back. You have to fundamentally believe that the lives of Americans are worth is worth more than uh, the lives of Iranians because these Iranians, people are yeah. mad mm-hmm. that you're responsible for killing millions of them. They mad you, right? Like, you know, right? But you are saying that is equivalent to mm-hmm. the fifty Americans in the yeah. embassy. So instead of taking any accountability for how your imperialism has produced played a this, part in this, yeah, you're gonna act like the problem started when they took the hostages. That's mm, not when the that's problem how started. Do. That's, that's how <laughs> you know, do. yeah. And mm-hmm. so this movie, if in less caring hands, could have been a right. anti-hero, more like, you know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. I, I and treated Brian as if he was uh, some crazy guy. Who, who had a know. mental break and now listen yeah. I'm coming to get you know I'm robbing a bank because I yeah that's true it could have yeah. been but I felt so much compassion for Same. Brian's character uh Brian knowing that's a true story Brian as a person uh mm-hmm. his family knowing that like you know I, I'm glad that the writer director did go and get permission from his family to tell the story but like they still mm-hmm. have to like live through this every day like his daughter yeah. is now I'm assuming a young woman, teenager living through life, like, and had yeah. to like see all this stuff happening on TV and then find out her father was murdered. So yeah. I thought it was, it was handled well. So I, you know, I didn't walk mm-hmm. away saying like, damn, Brian, it was really like, 
y'all fucked up. Like they fucked this, that this up. This shit, this should not have happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it just, you know, it make you think. You know, a lot of movies I, I watch like this. I'm like, if somebody who was like super like pro police and like didn't feel like any dissent against the system was justified, because that's how people mm-hmm. are. They're like, there's a right way to protest, and you're like, what's the right way? What's the and right way? Yeah. Every way is wrong to them. You, I right, can't believe you right. would get down on your knee during the anthem. Okay, well that's peaceful. Um, maybe if I Very. just stand out here and hold a sign, you blocking traffic. Okay, Ooh, well maybe. Right. <laughs> maybe if I just it, everything wrong, you know, people like Literally. that. Some of these movies I watch, like that Nate Parker movie with the American yeah, skin. American skin. Any a person like that who watches it would easily conclude. Yeah, no, I don't don't see it. (laughs) But this movie leads with love and compassion, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's, it's, I think they did a good job. I think they handled it well. And on that note, I just, I want to talk about Michael K. Williams' performance in this too. So in the movie, he's uh, the lead negotiator from like the GBI, FBI. um, Mm -hmm. And he's also a Marine vet. And the way that he, he doesn't judge Brian, like his character is not judging Brian. He's like, listen, man, like I, I want you to one, come out this thing alive. And I also want you to get what you deserve. And I don't, my, just what a genius actor Michael K. Oh, Williams yeah. was like, just, I'm rewatching the wire also just finished season three. Yeah. Um, a man got to have a code and he right. Got to have just a code. in life, a man got to have a code. And mm-hmm. that's shown through all of his, like all of his work. It was, Mm-hmm. Loved his character at the end of this when we see him like put the pack of cigarettes in like Brian's necklace, like their marine kind of bond, stand yeah. strong. It was yeah, it it was. I shed some tears seeing him on screen. Like it, it was it was yeah. just great to see a true like powerhouse performer in the highest yeah. definition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. I it just um. It's just messed up. Once again, if one when when we get to a better place in mm-hmm. society, when we make like when we achieve more equality and safety for everybody, yeah. I think this movie will be a good encapsulation of what these times were. Like, That's a good point. this is what it was. They said we're not gonna feed nobody. We're not gonna mm-hmm. house nobody. We're yeah. just gonna let you die. And if you don't like it, then we will just kill you. That is what the deal is today. Yeah, that's true. That is true. You know, it's it's why damn schools, libraries closing, but the police get more guns. Which is that's crazy. the plan. Is the library is a weapon. They're, like yeah. you're gonna weaponize the library. Ugh, yeah. hate it. Hate and that's it. how it works. This is the plan manifest. This is the, like, yeah. You know, if you dissent, mm-hmm. the one thing they have funded. Not the schools, not the hospitals, <laughs> is the police. So the police, that's how they're yeah. going to handle it. You know, when really all they needed, all they needed <laughs> was a caseworker to put the damn money in the account and in the right account. To yeah. Provide him the mental health services he needed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. Didn't need that's the SWAT. It. Didn't that's need it. the millions of, of dollars they spent on all the trucks and guns and on they needed snipers from to every log different in. angle. Yeah. Log in. And Press fix it. eight it. nine two. Hit. We're talking enter. about typing buttons, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. This one. This one was really heavy, and I. I liked the movie. Obviously, it's not something I would watch again. Uh, yeah. No. 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 This just like um, watched 
which McCall on Netflix once will never watch again uh, about the Central Park Five. Never watch again. Yeah. It was handled beautifully. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Ava, but we'll never watch again. Yeah. It's one of those <laughs> movies you only need to see once. Um, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, honestly, yeah. Hey, this is we, we have a tough thing to talk about right now. We do. I mean, it's tough, but then it also kind of works out because uh, some of the actors in this film... Uh, one of them in particular was has already been named, was our inaugural Who Came to Act award winner. So she mm-hmm. is not qualified for the nomination this go around. That was the rule we put in place season one. And I've been mm-hmm. sticking to it because we've seen her in some other movies since then. Um, yeah. yeah, that's Miss Nicole Bahari. She won from Miss Juneteenth. Fantastic film. Um, again, I plead with the powers that be in Hollywood cast her, but first pay the writers. Then yeah. cast Let's her. Handle that first. Let's handle that <laughs> Let's first. Let's handle that first. <laughs> Let's get that together first. And then yeah. get my girl uh, working in everything. Yeah. 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 Well, Sydney, I have to ask you. Yeah. Who came to act? Um, For this week's, I'm just going to get straight to it. Straight shooter. This week's Who Came to Act Award. Uh, well, award nominee is uh, Mr. John Boyega. Uh, what a powerful performance from you, sir. He brought the house down. Yeah. It's biscuits. He really did. I loved it. It's biscuits. (laughs) So the Brits get off on this one. (laughs) They got you on this one. (laughs) The Brits get a pass on this one. I mean, even though John Boyega, he's been good in my hood for the whole time. He always been on the right side of history as a Brit. It's some of these other ones who come yeah i'm not gonna name i won't no say names. no names yeah johnny i'm trying to show us time. yeah i'm trying yeah. to show us as a people more grace so i'm not going to name this particular no. actor but you know but who you are please no <laughs> <laughs> don't don't please be mistaken feel watched because you yeah. is <laughs> yeah but mr boyega never had never had a qualm with him everything i've seen yeah. him in ate it up all the crumbs Mm-hmm. So he did that here as well, and just a performance that paid a lot of like honor and respect to to the story that needed to be told mm-hmm. here. So this was not a light job. Um, it was and not. He cleaned up on it. So shout out to you, John. And you know, call me, beat me if you want to reach me. Oh. Um, I'm available. <laughs> not <laughs> you going. Not you going. Circle back. Follow up. <laughs> just you know, drive it back home. You know, just yeah. in case the message was lost earlier, what I meant. Uh, it wasn't. It was not <laughs> subtle. It wasn't subtle. <laughs> I wanted to be very clear with I'm, the next action sure I wanted he, you to take. I'm sure he yeah. got it the first time. <laughs> um, and you know what? I need to say something to our listener homegirls. This is why we always making references to WSB TV Channel 2 Action News. Yes, we are. they literally... Yes, we are. <laughs> like, <Eight>. what... <laughs> Honestly, like, the fourth main character in this was WSB TV. <laughs> they did that. Is, that is a channel you mm-hmm. can trust. <laughs> journalism. That That's is news. Journalism. Everything yeah. in Atlanta, go through mm-hmm. WSB. Show do. Please understand. Show do. That's why we always making jokes about that. Because that, that is they're yeah. just a top tier journalism house in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I repeat my girl Jovita Moore. Because I know she oh, ate this rest up. easy. Because yeah. a pioneer in Atlanta journalism. Pioneer. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. we did that. We did. All right, okay. so y'all made it through with us. This is a great journey. Yeah. And we're going to see y'all next time. All right.
Thanks for listening. To join in on the conversation, follow us on Twitter at TNCCPod and on Instagram at New Chitlin Circuit, and that's spelled C-H-I-T-L-I-N. And for the latest and greatest, check out our website at thenewchitlincircuit.com. Thank you.